Welcome to week nine of our online sermon series called Walking with Wisdom. We've covered a lot of ground in these last nine weeks, exploring what it means to live wisely in difficult times. We've learned how important it is to ask God for wisdom, to recognize His care for us, to be generous, and to use life-giving words and to see every circumstance as a learning opportunity. Today we consider how wisdom teaches us to make decisions with the end in mind. Notice at the beginning of the book of Proverbs how the father instructs his son. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 and 9 in the New Living Translation. My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. The father tells his son that if he will listen and obey, he will receive honor and grace. The point is that the son should live with the end in mind. Notice another place where this happens, Proverbs 2, verse 12 and verses 21 through 22. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse. For the upright will live in the land, and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the unfaithful will be torn from it. The father wants his son to see that his future is shaped by his daily decisions. If he lives foolishly now, he will meet a terrible end that involves losing his homeland. But if he lives wisely, he'll experience peace and favor. The father is showing his son that the end of a wisdom-filled life is attractive. It's so attractive that he should pursue it at all cost. Notice these verses, Proverbs 4, 7 through 9. The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Wisdom's reward is so great that it's worth everything. This sounds like Jesus, who also says to live with the end in mind. Consider Matthew 13, verses 44 through 46. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Now, in the first parable, the end is a treasure. In the second, it's a pearl of great price. The man and the merchant make their decisions with these in mind. They give up everything so they can get what they want. But these are just parables. In reality, the treasure and the pearl is Jesus himself. And in him is true life. Jesus doesn't shy away from teaching his students to begin with the end in mind. At one point, he tells them that if their end goal is to save their life, they will fail. But if their goal is to know him who is the wisdom of God, then they will actually save their life. Here's how Mark records it. Mark 8, verses 34 through 35. Then Jesus called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. The Father in Proverbs and Jesus are teaching the same principle. Live with the end in mind. Now, this has application for us today. Walking with wisdom involves being aware of our future. Our actions today shape our future. Each of us is in the process of becoming a particular kind of person, which will lead to a future that is either terrible or blessed. Some people are slowly becoming more angry, 
which will result in a future full of isolation and bitterness. Some people are becoming increasingly greedy, living their lives to satisfy their every desire. This will result in a future with no self-control and no love. However, some people are becoming gradually more patient, which will result in a life full of contentment and joy. Proverbs and Jesus put in front of us this question, what is the goal of our life? If our goal is all about ourselves, then we'll become the kind of people that are self-consumed and shallow. But if we want Jesus and His life, then we will intentionally arrange our daily lives to put Him first. And this will result in a life full of joy, peace, and love. So let's take this next step to help us. Make decisions with the end in mind. The only way this next step works is by knowing what your end goal is. What is your end? If you've been saved by God's grace, then your end is a life of joyful participation in the new heavens and new earth in the age to come. It'll be a place where kindness and patience flourish. It'll be a place where you worship God and His Son through the power of His Spirit. If this is your end, then make practical decisions today that help you become the kind of person who will enjoy living in a place where kindness and patience and worship flourish. Realize that when you're generous now, you're preparing for a life of generosity in the new creation. When you speak life-giving words now, you're training to speak that same way in the age to come. And when you show kindness now, like making breakfast for a family member, you're preparing for a world where kindness is the norm. Walking with wisdom, especially in difficult times, teaches us to live with the end in mind. Let's end with the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen.